Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to the Karma You podcast. This is your host, Chloe Brotheridge. I'm a coach and a hypnotherapist and I'm the author of The Anxiety Solution and Brave New Girl, which is out now. Thank you so much for listening today. This is a solo episode and a Brave New Girl edition of the podcast. So I'm going to be talking about confidence, which is the topic of my new book, Brave New Girl. And I'm going to talk about how confidence isn't necessarily all it seems. And I'm going to be sharing some really simple ways to grow your confidence And I'm also going to be inviting you to join me in a challenge. And I've already had loads of people joining and it's been so, so interesting to hear from you all. And so I'm really excited to share this with more people. As always, I want to invite you to come over to karmayou.com forward slash free and grab your free anxiety busting toolkit if you haven't already. I've got amazing resources in there from worksheets to a hypnotherapy mp3 to affirmations to access to our online community to get support from other people who are experiencing the same things as you. This podcast is sponsored by Sweaty Betty with beautiful and high performance activewear from bum sculpting leggings to supportive sports bras Sweaty Betty has you covered for every single sport from the gym to the yoga studio to let's face it relaxing or working from home you will often find me wearing my favourite activewear brand, Sweaty Betty. Their bomb sculpting leggings have become my new favourites. I have to say, I feel really good in them. They're just cut beautifully. And best of all, their leggings are built to last. They use high quality and durable fabrics. I actually have a pair of Sweaty Betty leggings from a couple of years ago that I still use and love. So Sweaty Betty are offering listeners 20% off when you enter the promo code KARMAYOU on their website. So you can head over to sweatybetty.com forward slash podcasts and enter the code KARMAYOU, that's C-A-L-M-E-R-Y-O-U, and you get 20% off. Definitely check out their stuff. I think you're going to love it. So we look at people like Adele and we assume that because she's so amazing at what she does, that she must be super confident. But the truth is that Adele has been known to get so nervous before her performances that she actually throws up. And we look at people like Mel Robbins. You might know Mel Robbins, her book uh, that's most famous is called The Five Second Rule. And she did a TED Talk in 2011. And during her TED Talk, she comes across as totally together, calm, confident and collected. And yet she talks about how the reality was that during that TED talk, she was having a panic attack the whole time. 
And even people like Michelle Obama and Meryl Streep have spoken about imposter syndrome and how they doubt themselves and how they sometimes don't feel good enough. And so it's so easy to look at other people who appear to have it all together, who appear to have everything figured out, and we assume that they do have it together and they've got it all figured out and that somehow they were just born confident and that it's actually just easy for them. It comes naturally for them and we could never do that. We're not good enough for that. We, we struggle, we doubt ourselves. We don't feel confident, we get scared. And so we can never do you know, the things that we really wanna do or put ourselves out there or speak up or share our art. And so this is just one of the ways that we really hold ourselves back. And when we peel below the surface of people that appear really confident, we learn that actually what looks like confidence is often courage. And so part of what I'm inviting you to do is to really just question this idea that you need to be confident before you do the things you want to do. Because lots of people are feeling afraid, doubting themselves, questioning their abilities, and they are still putting themselves out there. And you wouldn't necessarily know that they were not confident unless you, you know, really asked them or they came out about that. So what if we just gave ourselves permission to be afraid but to take action anyway? What if doubting yourself was completely normal and not a sign that you're not good enough and not a sign that you should not put yourself forward for things but actually just a normal side effect of being a human being? What if far from fear being a sign that you should run away or walk away from a situation, what if it was actually an invitation for you to walk towards that? What if imposter syndrome was not a sign that you are not good enough or a fraud, but actually just a sign that you are doing something that is outside of your comfort zone, you're doing something new, you're expanding your horizons, you're expanding what's possible for you, and you're learning and growing and stretching. Just want you to think about what more we could give ourselves permission to do. You know, if we could say no more, if we had the confidence to say no more, if we had the confidence to ask for what we wanted and to do all the things that we've dreamed of doing, you know, what would we be capable of? And how much are we missing out on by holding ourselves back? And just think about this, how much time, how much energy, how much money are we missing out on because we don't feel that we're able to do and say what we really want and we're held back by fears. Now someone told me quite recently, I was in a, a kind of like a women's event where we were all talking about shame, I think it was, and it was just one of these situations like a women's circle where we were all sat in a circle and you had to take it in turns to speak and to share something. And obviously shame is a topic where it's not that easy to talk about. It's actually quite scary and it feels very vulnerable. And the teacher said something to me. She said, if your heart is racing, that means it's your turn. And this really stayed with me because when we have anxiety or we experience a lot of fear, we often take our racing heart as a sign to run away, to stay quiet, 
to avoid. And of course, that's completely natural because the fear makes us want to avoid things. It's biologically helping us to run away or fight or the unpleasantness of experiencing that anxiety or fear means that we, you know, intrinsically want to avoid it. But what if that racing heart was actually your invitation, your cue to speak, to walk towards that thing that you're afraid of? And so I've often found in moments where I'm experiencing fear about whether to take action on something or not, that there's a real moment where a choice emerges, where I can either walk towards something or I can walk away. And it might be for you a moment in a talk where you get the opportunity to ask a question and there's that moment where you could put your hand up and ask the question or you could just stay quiet. It might be that moment where you spot someone in a room that you really want to introduce yourself to and you have that moment, your heart starts to race and you think, oh, I could go over and introduce myself or I could just stay here and stay safe. And that moment when your heart starts to race, that's your cue to go and take that action. That's your cue to go and do the thing that means you are walking towards your fear. And there's really one thing that I've learned through managing my own anxiety and helping lots of other people. And it's that fear shrinks when we walk towards it. And actually fear tends to grow when we run away from it. You know, when we avoid situations, for me, I avoided parties. I never would go to a networking event. I was really intimidated by anyone new. And the more I avoided that, the more scary those sorts of situations became. And it was only by challenging myself and walking towards the fear that it started to reduce. And so what happens when we walk towards our fear is that our nervous system learns that we can survive that situation. So little by little, as I started to really challenge myself, push myself out of my comfort zone, force myself to speak to people, force myself to speak in public, introduce myself to people, all those sorts of things, my nervous system learned oh, I don't actually die in this situation. I do actually survive. And better yet, quite often, good things come of that. And you start to retrain your nervous system, your brain, your body learns. It's actually safe for you to do the things that in the past scared you and frightened you. And so I had this experience quite recently. I was in America on holiday, having a road trip with a good friend of mine and we were driving, I think we were in Virginia, or some one of these states around that part of the country on the East Coast. And we were in a Mexican restaurant and we just had our dinner and we had just settled up the bill. We were about to leave and suddenly, you know, one of the waiters comes onto a microphone and announces that Friday night is karaoke night. And as soon as he said that, my heart started to pound in my chest and I literally started shaking. My hands were shaking as I was, you know, holding the bill that we'd just paid. And because I've just written this book, Brave New Girl, you know, I, <laughs> I had pretty much no option but to take that as a sign that actually this is something that I've got to do. Why is my heart racing? This is a sign that this is my turn to go and do karaoke. And just to give you a bit of a background, I might have shared this on Instagram before, but the years I've been, I've had a massive block about singing, basically. I used to love singing as a 
child and a teenager, I would sing all the time. And then I got, I got slightly traumatized by my, one of my first, well, my first boyfriend when I was, I think about 15. And I was singing and playing guitar in front of him. And he said something to me like, oh, you think you're so good at singing guitar, but you're really not. And this really stayed with me. And I basically didn't sing in front of anyone for about 15 years after that. It, you know, I was, I'm a sensitive person and this hit me hard and that sense of criticism, I just didn't forget. And it wasn't until only a couple of years ago that I finally got over this fear of singing in front of people and to do something like singing karaoke in front of a load of strangers. I don't drink alcohol, so I couldn't even have some Dutch courage you know, seemed like this impossible thing. And yet there I found myself literally shaking as I held the microphone, belting out a bit of Adele in front of about 30 people in this random Mexican restaurant in Virginia, in, in the United States. I had this big, big sense of achievement afterwards because I know, I knew that I'd walked towards my fear. I hadn't run away and I'd taken that racing heart as a sign that actually... This is a chance for me to overcome a fear here. This is a chance for me to grow my confidence. And it's really interesting how when we walk towards our fear, when we do something that is outside of our comfort zone, there is a challenge, it makes us feel good. We feel good about ourselves. We feel resilient. We feel capable. We learn to trust ourselves. And this is why I'm inviting you to join me in the Brave New Girl Challenge. And already lots of people have been posting on Instagram and tagging the hashtag Brave New Girl and also sending me just direct messages if they don't feel like sharing it publicly to share about the small ways that they've been challenging themselves. So some examples that I've had was someone went to the cinema on their own, another person asked a friend on Instagram, someone that they were kind of friends with on Instagram but hadn't met in real life if they wanted to meet up in real life and they had a really nice, you know, girl date together. Someone else took some steps to change their career, some scary steps in that direction. And it's just amazing. And it's really interesting how we just get ourselves into this mindset of, right, I'm a brave new girl or a brave new boy, or however you identify, brave new you. And having this mindset of, right, I'm gonna challenge myself. I'm in this mode of challenging myself, just means that you're given the extra push to do those things that you might not normally do. And honestly, this is how we grow our confidence. This is how we become more resilient, more capable. This is how we expand our horizons and expand what is possible for us and start to discover what our potential is. And so if I can go from completely paralyzed and unable to sing in front of anyone to belting out Adele in front of a load of strangers, then I think you can do this as well. And so I really hope you'll join me. You can tag me on Instagram, at Chloe Brotheridge, hashtag brave new girl, or just send me a DM and I would love to celebrate your challenges and the action that you're taking to grow your confidence. So thank you so much for listening to this today. I really hope you got something from this. Let me know on Instagram, I'm at Chloe Brotheridge. And if you enjoy this episode, it means such a lot if you can take the time to leave a review on iTunes or in the Apple podcast app. It really helps other people to find it and do share it with a friend if you think they would like it as well. And you can check out my book, Brave New Girl, Seven Steps to Confidence in all good bookshops. It's on Amazon and on Audible read by me. I hope you have a brilliant week and I'm sending you loads of love.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 